0: change has come over me paula
1: i can tell because there's just a different energy coming across yeah today. is it
0: kind of like a like a chaotic but controlled energy
1: yeah yeah like a lot of uh swinging third notes yeah
0: so um <laughs> on my way over here we recorded paula's house surprise i was listening to an album of uh louis armstrong and ella fitzgerald singing uh, George Gershwin, George and I were Gershwin hits.
1: Every bit of this is on brand for him.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you're
1: if you're a new if you're new to the pod, that's Josh in a nutshell. Yeah, and
0: so I was listening to that. It's kind of a a, a foggy day outside. And I uh, I've unintentionally fallen into the jazz zone.
1: That was a great Louis Armstrong. Thank you. Thank you. Well, welcome to the Jazz Zone. Welcome to Being Earnest. We're here talking jazz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're here to talk about all all your your scatting and your.
1: <laughs> I spent many years in jazz band. Really? Yeah, I was. In, I played jazz band for like six years.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I yeah. have a pretty mean mouth trumpet. Wow. If need if all right? If need be all
1: right. You can join. I played a real instrument. One thing I love about <laughs> high school jazz bands is uh every everybody that I've ever known who's been in jazz band. There's always like visiting artists that come. Okay, and it's always just your band teacher's friend who wears a cool hat. <laughs> well, it's always like the like the jazz hat, and then like a bowling shirt, like a silk. You know, you yeah, know what I mean with like yeah, with the, the two st- black with the vertical stripes. stripes. Yeah. yeah, and and they're here to talk about jazz for a few days.
0: And honestly. I don't think you're allowed to do jazz if you don't have a cool hat.
1: No, they kick you right out of jazz club. <laughs> they say, get the hell out of jazz club. If You don't
0: have a fedora. You're not allowed to be in here. <laughs> you can't also, tickle those
1: ivory. It's like, what is the name of the hat? It's like, you know, the newsboy caps. Yep. Sure. But that's that, but backwards.
0: Oh yeah. Like a Kangol hat. Is like the, what what, the kind of hat that um, Samuel L. Jackson wears.
1: Yes. The, it's it's the people that wear that are Samuel L. Jackson and a lot of guys teaching jazz workshops to high schoolers.
0: Yeah. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the sincere and earnest topics of the day, which apparently are jazz.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Zubap. Our topic this week is not jazz, as much as, you know, we're in an alternate reality in which jazz is the only truth. What is our jazz, topic? Jazz, baby. <laughs> What's our topic this week, Paula?
1: La La Land. <laughs> Ryan Gosling <laughs> saves jazz. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> No, our topic this week is nicknames.
0: Nicknames. Nick. Nick.
1: Nick. 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 Paula,
0: do you have a nickname? <laughs> no, never.
1: Um. Well, okay. So I'm here to. I'm here to be very earnest. I'm here to be very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And in high school, they did call me scag bags, mm. which sucks. And if that uh continues on, um, I will destroy everything and everybody.
0: You've hit on a really important piece of nicknames, which mm-hmm. is that they're not always voluntary.
1: Yeah. And, and I think the more you struggle, the more you're like, please, not this nickname, the more people are like, locked and loaded. That's your nickname.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You need to. It's the same tactic of when you run into a bear in the woods. Yeah. You have to play dead. Like yeah. If somebody gives happened. you
1: a nickname you don't like, you have no choice but to, to tuck, like to tuck in. <laughs> yeah. Protect your vulnerable areas and just lie there till they go away. Yeah. Or just starts yelling, Hey, bear. Hey, bear. <laughs> Hit him in the nose. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, you know, so our listeners know this is the earnest advice of the week. As somebody who had to go through bear training every year in elementary school, because bear training? Yeah. Because I went to elementary school in Anchorage and sometimes bears would you know, show up. Uh, if it's a grizzly bear, you're playing dead. But if it's a black bear, you can fight that son of a gun.
0: What? Yeah. 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 How old were the, a six year old can fight a black bear?
1: So grizzly bears basically like they tell you to play dead, but like, it's not going to go well for you if you run into a grizzly bear. Okay. Like it's just, it's just probably not, Mm -hmm. but a black bear is pretty weak. Like they don't want to fight. They're kind of like me. Like (laughs) they just want to eat. They just want to chill. Uh, so if you stumble across a black bear, like, you make yourself as big as you can. Uh, use the heel of your hand to punch their snout. Like, you can you can scare a black bear pretty easy. And uh, you know what, listeners? Our challenge of the week is I challenge you to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go out there, find a black bear. <laughs> Fight him. And then tag us on social, letting <laughs> us know that you did it.
1: I don't know, legally, please don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> please, please don't, don't do that. that. But if it happens...
0: I never really had that many nicknames. You know how there are like people who always have nicknames. There's some people
1: that attract nicknames. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and especially growing up in Boston, like every single Irish Catholic name that existed in my school had a nickname and had the the nickname that you expected. So there's like names that naturally have nicknames. Like Sullivan, you're Sully. If your last name is Smith, you're Smitty. If your last name is, you know, that kind of stuff. But I never really had a nickname growing up all that much.
1: Lindy Hop.
0: (laughs) So I've gotten Lucky Lindy, which is Charles Lindbergh's nickname, which is,
1: you know, well, kind of. He
0: did fly over. He's the first man to fly over the Atlantic, but also Nazi sympathizer. And
1: murdered his own son. Yeah.
0: Probably. Probably. Allegedly. But. Good at planes. Very good at planes. American hero.
1: American hero.
0: Yes. Um, I've gotten my college friends call me Yosh as well. And then for some reason, at one point, I decided that my social media screen name was going to be the The Linden Linden Tree. Tree. Yeah. And so that became a nickname for a while in college, too. Was
1: that your... Okay, so we haven't really th- thought about nicknames as like the ones you give yourself for social media, aim away. Was that your like aim name? Like all of it was the Linden tree?
0: So it wasn't, but it comes from that. And okay. So yeah, so my I had two different AIM. See, I say AIM as opposed to aim, but I'm in oh, the minority. Oh no,
1: you say it wrong.
0: Yeah, I know That's I do. sad. I'm not going to fight this one. <laughs> I say this one wrong. Um, So I had a first one, which was like not funny or interesting. But the second one. What was it though? I'm not going to say it because I use it for passwords sometimes. Oh, okay.
1: So, <laughs> oh, I guess your first nickname was Paula's Cool. <laughs> it's weird. But my second, the main AIM
0: username that I had was The Tree Squared because there is a Joshua tree mm-hmm. and a Linden tree. Okay.
1: So he was really loving the tree vibe.
0: Yeah. It was the only thing I could think of when I was like 11.
1: Okay. Oh, that's a. Good one for an eleven-year-old. Yeah. Nerd. Also,
0: it was not written out the tree squared. It was T H three T R 33 SQ. Q. I love that. So it also looks kind of like theater esque. <laughs>
1: when you looked at Hits it, this really was checking all eleven-year-old Josh's boxes. Yeah, it
0: was really. It was a. It was a multi-level. Yes. Sc- screen name.
1: That's a good one.
0: And I, I would log on to AIM and chat, and chat with the three, Mia Ham bot. <laughs>
1: three, three. Yeah. Three, three, two. Three. And then how long did you keep that one?
0: Um, theoretically, it probably still exists. Oh. I only had two. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. But yeah, I was in
0: Linden Tree for a long time, and then recently a lot of my social media has now become, you know, my name. Yeah. Things like that. Because, you know, we all grow up at a certain we point. We all have to grow up. But, yeah, so there's been a lot of – I get a lot of jokes with, with my friends about, like, the Linden tree versus, like, the Linden branch versus the Linden forest.
1: Yeah, but you leaned into it.
0: Yeah, but I leaned into it, and I liked it, and so, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little weird, but it it works.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good ones. What was your – I was treatment? hoping you would ask me. Okay. <laughs> so listeners will famously know Longtime listeners will famously know uh, that I spent a good period of my middle school life thinking I was a surfer girl. Mm-hmm. despite the fact that I moved to Minnesota when I was 10 years old and not one of the places with a lake. It's <laughs> <laughs> the so land like of a thousand lakes. my only interaction with the water was like shower time. I got really into the Beach Boys. I lied to a lot of people. I told them my grandpa was friends with the Beach Boys, uh, thought I was kind of going to be a musician. So my uh, screen name was uh, Surf Guitar 409.
0: <laughs> Surf Guitar? Yeah, thank I have, you. I have a couple of questions. Sure,
1: bring them on. Um, kind of combine my loves of surfing and guitar.
0: Yeah, sure. So are you are you surfing on the guitar or are you playing guitar
1: while surfing? Honestly, I like to think I just was a, a middle school with real Mahalo vibes. <laughs> okay. And then I got a little bit older and I got uh, very, very, so I kind of left the surfer girl behind mm-hmm. uh, and I got very into SNL. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I did change all my screen names to Rubber Chicken 101175, which is the premiere date of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: what was the 409 in? The Beach Boys song. Ah, oh, <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I don't remember who told me this, but I was told that when you are about to have a child and you're naming a child, the most important thing you can do is have the name passed what's called the playground test. What is the playground test, you may ask? It is you come up with the name, and then you try to come up with as many teasing bad nicknames that someone else on the playground could call them, and you choose the name that has the least number of bad names that you can make from it.
1: Well, see, Okay, so number one kind of the problem with this is no matter what you land on, you're always kind of in the back of your head going to be thinking of your kid with that bad nickname. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, dumbass Charlie over here. <laughs> okay, so I went on namegenerator.org.uk. Mm. I generated 50 first names. Wonderful. So buckle up. This is going to be the next three and a half hours. <laughs> Just kidding. So, uh, Josh, I thought we could go through and try to come up with the most, like, earnest, earnest, earnest nicknames for these kids. Just, like, ultra-specific. Ultra-specific. <laughs> opposite of insult.
0: Oh, like we're, goodness. We're kind of the good
1: kids. <laughs> okay. okay. So the first one we got is Dewey. Decimal. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Oh Dreamy Dewey.
0: <laughs> you know what? I would call him dot because like Dewey Decimal and then it goes one further to like the decimal is the dot.
1: That's cute. Okay, so Dewey Dot. Uh the next one is Kelly killing me softly with his song Kelly. <laughs>
0: Oh, you thought... Interesting. Kelly was a boy in your head. Kelly was a... Well, I did. These are boy
1: nicknames because I figure women have it harder than men, so we'll we'll make fun of the men on this one. Okay, sure. But since it's British, who knows? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Lucas. Luscious
0: Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you want to date Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) paula and lucas sitting in a tree oh my god that
1: makes me there's there's not even a person this is about and this is giving me such hard anxiety right now then
0: comes marriage (laughs) then comes baby in the baby ( incompetent)
1: ( rapperönNI) do you know what i think about a lot are um like criminals nicknames
0: oh yeah because it's part of the whole vibe right
1: well so the thing with criminal nicknames is like it really comes into play that you can't give yourself a nickname. Yeah. You know, because, like, I can't walk into a room and be like, I'm JoJo now. And everyone would be like, no, she's not. But a criminal You really, haven't earned JoJo. <laughs> Who have you killed? get what we get you. Uh, but, but criminal nicknames are usually decided by the press. Oh,
0: interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, as far as I know. Maybe you start calling yourself that. I mean, the Zodiac Killer is definitely kind of one of the unusual ones because he would sign it the Zodiac Killer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel a lot of well, times... Well, he really
0: th- understood the importance of a personal brand. He
1: got the personal brand, you know? He got he the URL. He got the social. Ted Cruz's dad figured it out. <laughs> um, but I really, really love that, like, the it's just up to a room full of reporters. Just one guy being like, ah... <laughs> Okay, so I think the best criminal nicknames were definitely like the gangsters in the twenties and thirties. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the kind of
0: gangsters where like they'd be in like fedoras and trench coats and all that kind of stuff, right? Like rum runners and prohibition breakers.
1: Yes. Okay, well I uh so so I just found this little article on NPR, shout out, <laughs> about uh America mobsters nicknames. Okay. And it says that like Mobsters acquire nicknames from many different places: reporters, cops, friends, etc. Some enjoy it, but many are not big fans, including one that recently died named Cadillac Frank. <laughs> Whoa! Um, here's a few others. So Al Capone was Scarface. Yep. Uh, did not like that. Albert TikTok Tannenbaum.
0: That's very good.
1: That's a good one. All right, uh, Israel Ice Pick Willie Alderman. Uh, so that was a Minneapolis one. So that's kind of interesting because he got his because he murdered people with an ice pick.
0: Mm, very um, on the nose. Which is
1: kind of interesting. This poor guy's nickname was the Wizard of Odds, O D D S, uh-huh. because he was into sports betting.
0: Whoa, that's, so that's very clever. Good. I like that a lot.
1: Uh, Joe Bananas. <laughs> I love that
0: idea that, like, that entire gang is just all fruit. Like, hey, here's Joey Bananas. There's Terry
1: Apples. Here's Sullivan Pears. Oh, I found the worst one. Okay. Joseph Jr. Lollipops. And his dad was Senior Lollipop. And I'll tell you what, if I have the nickname Junior Lollipops, I'd get into a life of crime, too. Yeah, right? And I think, like, you know, the, the mafia's been around a long time. Yes. So all the good nicknames are probably gone. Yeah, sure. So the ones that they're probably getting now are, like...
0: I'm, there's a hall of fame of retired nicknames yeah. that they put up in the rafters, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! No one can be bananas anymore. You can't
1: be that." So the ones are stuck with now is probably just like looking around the room, being like, "Ah, Joey Fishstick. <laughs> like, that sucks."
0: Why do they have fishsticks?
1: Do you think mm, they get hungry too? <laughs>
0: And you think that the thing that they're eating is fish sticks? I don't know. <laughs> they just go to Costco and get a bulk <laughs> sizing it's of economical. fish sticks? Yeah, I guess that's that's what they mean by sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> So, I've heard that this happens sometimes in organizations. So, my, this happens in... Organizations.
1: <laughs> um, that wh- sounds like you're about to launch a business book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really good name of a business book. Organizations. So, I heard this happens sometimes in organizations. <laughs> it inspires confidence. Josh's conf- approach.
0: <laughs> yeah. It inspires confidence. It's not... How organizations work. Yes. It's so I heard this happens sometimes <laughs> in organizations.
1: It sounds like me anytime I have to sit through a business meeting and I'm just like, hmm, what's the deliverable target?
0: Hmm. Date? Do we have action items oh, coming out of this meeting? Why
1: don't we put this on the ETA zone?
0: So my former coworker was telling me that when in another life, when he was working in a guitar store. Mm hmm. Cool job! W- w- very cool job. He sure, had long hair at the like time. This,
1: okay, that's the start of a rom com.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, what they would do is two salespeople couldn't have the same name, so that you could make sure to attribute the commission to the right person. Okay, so it wouldn't get confusing if, like, you know, three Chris's were working there, and they were like, "Who helped you?" And they said, "Chris," and they had to ask each one. They'd have to split the commission. Yeah, exactly. So what they did was, if a second Chris came in, the second Chris. Did not get to be Chris. They gave him a new name, blue shirt. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, something like easily spellable and easily rememberable. That was not his
1: name. Ooh, that would be so weird to have to get to get. That would be so weird to have to get used to a nickname, right? That you have no affiliation with, right? And
0: it's not like you can. It's a cool nickname or something like that. It's not like it's like you're no longer. Paula, you're Slasher now, or whatever. Okay, that's sick. Yeah, All it's right. not that. It's well, you're a, like, listening
1: to Being Earnest with Josh and Slasher.
0: <laughs> it's more like, oh, there's. I'm already named Paula, and now that we've hired you, Paula, you're no longer Paula. You're Denise now. <laughs> like, Oh, it would just be another name. It's just another name. So, oh. like, your name was Matt, now your name is Larry.
1: Do you get to pick the new name?
0: Oh, No. The organization (laughs) picks the name.
1: Wait, that's crazy. So they take away your identity, and you don't get to choose a new one. Correct. That is the weirdest twist of this entire story.
0: Yeah. So you just get another name.
1: So they'd be like, all right, Josh. uh, Josh is taken. You're now Dick Tracy. That was the only name I could think
0: of. (laughs) Yes, yes. You have a full name for your first name. (laughs)
1: It's a fictional character. It's very weird. Yeah, but they might be like, you're Marshall now.
0: And now you're Marshall and you have to deal with that. So
1: you could have spent your entire life being like, you know what? One day, maybe I'll change my name to Alan. Sure. And then you have the chance to, and they go, no, 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 Greg. Yeah. That's really
0: bizarre. Yeah. And the weirdest thing that can happen, I think, is that if it becomes, it becomes an endless cycle. Because let's say I come into this, there was already a Josh. They name me Rob. If they hire a Rob, that Rob needs a new name because I'm already Rob. So the real Rob. The real Rob then becomes Josh. (laughs) Potentially, if the first Josh has quit by that point. And now we've just switched names.
1: I really think this guitar shop took a fairly You know, a fairly simple problem. And they added so many layers that it has now become the most complex, confusing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, really, there were a lot of ways to go about solving this. There was one wrong answer, and they found the wrong answer, and they went with that. (laughs) That's so bold. Super bold. But, Josh, that does lead me to a a question. Have you ever wanted to change your name, and what would you change it to? And I realize this isn't a nickname. Right. I'm talking full legal.
0: fully changing your name. Yeah. Um, I've always liked my name just because no one ever spells it wrong mm-hmm. and no one ever mispronounces it. Right. Josh Linden is pretty clear. The only thing is that sometimes... Good podcaster name. Thank you, Paula Skaggs. Thank you. Your name has just enough fricatives to be very fun to say.
1: <laughs> Never heard that word before in my entire life. I think they're going, But fricatives. I'm insulted. No, it's like the... <laughs>
0: How <and> the... <laughs> dare you? Um, I've always kind of liked my name. Um, when I was little, I think I was like, if I change my name it'll be Jason. And I was like, that's so close to Josh. They're like, Don't even change the name. It's not even like. I love
1: that you'd also be changing it to something. And Jason is similar to Josh in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it shares a lot of the same letters. A lot of the same letters. And it's also like two people could be the same age named Josh and Jason. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they seem like they were probably like popular around. Right. At the I same wouldn't- time.
0: Right. It's not like. I want to change my name to Hunter.
1: Yeah. Hunter's a young guy.
0: Yeah. Hunter's like 12 and his swoopy hair. Yeah. And all the sure. girls are into him.
1: For sure. I wanted
0: to be Hunter, but I knew I wasn't a Hunter. You are not
1: a Hunter. And you know what? The thing is with, with some cool names like that, they just will always exist as that 13 year old dreamboat in your head. I remember after seeing the Disney original movie Wish Upon a Star, Mm -hmm. uh, which is about twins who trade, not twins, sisters who trade bodies.
0: I've got nothing for you here. I've never seen this.
1: Uh, I think that's kind of the whole premise. Uh, But they used a lot of pens with the feathers on the top, and that was a really big thing for me for a time.
0: Uh, also, um, the pens where it had multiple different kinds of ink where you'd click oh, down yeah. each one of those. You
1: know, really, we don't talk about this enough, but the early 2000s had a lot of novelty pens going on. Yeah,
0: it was a <laughs> the pen boom. It was
1: really a big time for pens. You know, that's
0: actually how a lot of the modern corporations were founded, is that the founders made it really big as part of the pen bubble. Yes. And got out right before it
1: burst. Right before that pen <laughs> bubble burst. You know, but but that really was. I had like a big, uh, like a surfing one. Yeah, and I was Wait, big when I was a the- surfboard girl yes <laughs> i was
0: big into the eraser caps like novelty yes. eraser caps that you could put on your pencil which never worked because the leverage of trying to Just erase not it the same. Extra li-
1: well josh i famously am missing some ligaments in my hand what yeah and so i can't hold pens normal
0: really i, yeah. I had no idea that this yeah, was a yeah, thing yeah. So i know I, it's famous but i didn't know famous
1: uh i hold pens like think about, this is going to be so confusing for listeners, but think about how you hold a pen. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of supported with one finger. Sure. I use two fingers to support it. Okay. So to me, it's perfectly normal. But I had some teachers in elementary school get goddamn obsessed with making it normal. That's... Even though like, just let me hold a pen.
0: Yeah. That sounds really, that's like, of all, take all the a things. Everyone Yeah. I understand like improving handwriting so that it's legible.
1: Perfectly good. It's worse if I hold it normal
0: that's so weird and
1: i kind of blame it on missing ligaments because if you squeeze my hand it just goes you can kind of feel that there's something wrong but you know who knows uh but yeah like they would get me those little grips wait <laughs> hold
0: on can we go back for a second did sure. you is there any scientific evidence of you missing ligaments or have you just decided that you're missing no, ligaments? like
1: that web situation <laughs> wait so you just
0: decided that you have gummy hand
1: <laughs> all right josh we're gonna do a little test you're gonna feel my hands
0: <laughs> okay listeners i'm coming
1: over All right. So grab like right in here. That's my regular.
0: Okay. They feel the same.
1: No, no, no. This one feels gummy. Like there? Yeah.
0: It just feels like one of your hands is stronger than the other Well, then maybe that's
1: it. So anyway, so people would get obsessed when I was a kid of like making me use those triangle grips on pencils Uh and i would get pulled out of class and they tried to teach me how to hold a pencil correctly Uh uh-huh and everyone was just very obsessed for no reason
0: that's super weird just
1: let me live yeah
0: it's not like it's not like holding a pencil different is a danger to you as a person i understand like if there was
1: like if i held it lit up with a fire right you know like if i was doing something that was dangerous
0: right? right right or if there was like significant science and it's possible there might be that like holding a pencil wrong as an elementary school student means You're that gonna like be a
1: serial killer the,
0: right or <laughs> that like it increases the chance of arthritis or something like that and there's some study sure. that was done at the time that people were following it seems like just a weird thing to fixate on just an or,
1: aesthetic yeah thing. just like but uh so then eventually they kind of gave up because there was no way in hell I was changing despite them begging despite my parents begging Despite everything. And um, I studied abroad in uh, Croatia in the former Yugoslavia, and we had this like very big meeting with this guy who they called the Croatian Obama. And this was a really big deal because this was like right after Obama had gone. Well like probably a year or probably two years into Obama, being president sure so everybody was very into obama and this guy had done so much like bringing together these communities like after the yugoslavian war and like was talking to us and he had a translator and he was tearing up and everybody was tearing up like he really 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 did a lot for this like city to bring together these people of different religions and he's giving this incredibly moving speech and he keeps looking at me because i'm in the front row and he keeps looking at me keeps looking at me and i was like okay i guess i'm special and uh he's giving this really moving speech and then he says he whispers something to the translator and the translator comes over to me and says he said you grip your pen like a crazy person actually (laughs) oh my god and he came over and like this guy who was like very well respected in croatia was like pretty much like what in the hell are you doing (laughs) (laughs)
0: Paula, I think we talked about crime too much. Oh no. The
1: Are we recording? Are you having a knock, serious knock, conversation knock. with me? Knock knock knock. Okay, he's mad at me.
0: Uh-oh, who's at the door? My cat? It's the Acton Police. This is Action Acton!
1: Oh!
0: <laughs> Action Acton is a segment where Paula and I dive into the incredibly earnest police logs of my hometown, Acton, Massachusetts. Jump jump. <laughs> So an example of the heat that Action Acton brings us are, for example, 7.03 p.m. Kids were reported walking on the railroad tracks on Windsor Avenue. The kids stated they were taking a shortcut to a restaurant. They were advised (laughs) of the dangers of walking on the tracks. That's That's it. it? No arrests. (laughs) No. It's Kids can get
1: away with anything these days. It's just
0: an idyllic suburban (laughs) Boston town. However... I want to talk about some noise complaints.
1: Uh-oh. They are probably all about me.
0: (laughs) On a Monday at 8.33 p.m., a caller reported loud music in the area of Piper Road. The incident was investigated. The band stated that they would be done for the night. So some kind of just like, Garage Band rehearsal sounds like okay. it's happening, right? It,
1: this this town is so uh, from a movie that it was probably like a doo-op group, <laughs> a barbershop quartet. Oh no 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 Practicing no. a little late. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Boom 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 boom.
1: They were just getting too into it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was probably like a bunch of angsty teenagers. Trying to do a Ben Folds cover. Mm. That's the kind of town we're talking about Okay. Tuesday, the next day, 7.03 p.m. It's a little earlier in the night. Okay. A noise complaint was reported on Piper Road. Uh Uh-oh. The reporting party stated it sounds like a band practicing. Oh, it's that barbershop quartet again. The band was spoken to. The members said they would be done for the night and are looking to install insulation for the noise.
1: So I think in our head we're picturing high schoolers, mm-hmm. and I hope it is definitely not. I yeah. hope this is a group of dads. There's a there's a lot of and moms. Bands. Yeah, you know my mom is in a band in Acton, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. Was this her band?
0: No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh. They rehearse in my basement, in my what? parents' basement, but it's not. I'm
1: freaking out. What? Yeah. What's the band? It's
0: called Mix and Match. It's my mom and all my brother's friends. What? Yeah. Check them out. You can throw them a like on on Facebook.
1: Yeah, I'm going to obviously like this on Facebook. What?
0: Yeah. My mom's the lead singer of a band.
1: That's so cute. With your brother's friends? Yeah. I love this.
0: So something else happens on Piper Road on Wednesday. And I honestly think this might be the best entry we've ever seen on Action Act. And not to hype it up too much, but... (gasps) At 2:46 p.m., a suspicious person was reported on Piper Road walking backwards and talking to himself. The r- the reporting party was concerned for the party uh for the party's well-being. The subject was located and stated he is practicing walking backwards. No issues.
1: Practicing walking backwards. Wow. Is that a thing we're supposed to be practicing? I don't know, but I love it. So do you think he's related to the band?
0: That's what I'm wondering.
1: I feel like this was kind of like a band initiation. Uh, what's that called? Like a hazing, yeah. like a band hazing. Oh yeah,
0: hazing. And
1: they said, if you're going to join this band, you better freaking get out there. You better freaking get good at walking backwards.
0: See, I think this is all the same person who's reporting everything on Piper Red. Like yes. they're a frequent caller. It's
1: definitely someone who, similar to Jimmy Stewart in the movie Rear Window, uh, broke his legs is trapped, is is bound to his his bed or a, a wheelchair or something for the next couple months. All he has to entertain himself is a pair of binoculars. <laughs> and he's out that window on Piper Road. And every time he sees something, he's calling the cops. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they're like, Jim, we can't take another call from you today. And he's
1: like, I don't like the looks of this person practicing walking backwards. And I
0: think that it's probably a band member yeah. who is walking backwards just to fuck with that person who kept calling in the noise complaints. And I'll complaints. tell you
1: what, the person who was calling in the noise complaints, guess who auditioned for the band and guess who didn't make it?
0: That person who called in the noise that complaints. That person who called in the noise complaints. Jimmy Stewart.
1: If Jimmy Stewart <laughs> can't be in the band, no one can be in the band.
0: Did you have friend groups that where you gave the friend group a nickname and you all referred to yourself as a nickname?
1: Yes, constantly. Okay. Constantly. Josh, I cannot hang out with more than two people without giving us a, a nickname, creating a group chat.
0: Really? And demanding
1: where we like get matching tattoos. Really? Yes, there's something wrong in my brain. Uh-huh. And I've done them all. I've done, sp- yes, you know, like, of course, the squad. Sure. The fam. Uh, big one in high school was um, Team Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, had a lot of those. Had it su- it of those.
0: sounds like a uh, a team name generator.
1: Yeah, <laughs> squad, bam, <laughs> team awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly. Team awesome sounds like uh, the thing you can't think of when another team is like, we're the golden dragons. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, we're we're uh, uh, we're team awesome.
1: <laughs> have do you have a uh, friend group nicknames? Um,
0: I. I'm just realizing that I that in the past I I have Um, in high school, there was a group of four or five of us who were boys and there was a group of four or five of our friends who were also in choir with us were uh, who were who were women and they called themselves the sisterhood. That's cute. So we were like, we're going to call ourselves the brotherhood, Okay, which was very cute and fun. But like. Ultimately sounds more culty than I, we sure. meant it to.
1: For sure. The sisterhood it brings to mind the idea of like candles, like best friends, like secrets. And the brotherhood is like, something's wrong. Yeah, the brotherhood.
0: <laughs> yeah, the sisterhood <laughs> is like, we're just here to support each other. We
1: just really love each other. We just want each other to do our best. Yes.
0: And all of us mysteriously fit in this one pair of pants that we share between all of us. Versus the brotherhood is like, we made a blood pact, brothers. (laughs) We must sacrifice someone to the demon gods.
1: (gasps) Bring in the skull of the lamb. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, in a way, I guess an improv team is just a group of friends with a nickname.
0: You're maybe putting too much uh, emphasis on the friends part of an improv team. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It is funny that like certain names... It's like trying to come up with a band name yeah or trying to come up with an improv name you can never name your own group yeah you can name everyone else's group but the second you get in a, you're like okay very excited this is going to be a fun thing that we are going to do together and what will we call ourselves you're like oh uh, and you just
1: look around the room the 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 puppet masters yeah uh, podcast microphone <laughs> Josh in gray shirt yeah. um is do you have any improv team names that you've always wanted to name a group
0: i'm sure that i do but i can't think of them off the top of my head right now do you have one
1: i do have one i've and everyone has always said absolutely not but i really want to name an improv team um an evening of free comedy to benefit uh abandoned orphans starring the chicago cubs that's the thing. Because name whenever of the- <laughs> it's on a poster, people would be like, oh my God, the Chicago Cubs are doing an evening of comedy for charity. I guess I have to go to that. We packed the room, and then a bunch of schmucks and like, flannels come out being like can we get a suggestion of a job your grandpa had (laughs) and you would get a full audience but you'd only get them once yeah right exactly (laughs) exactly
0: it's not a very sticky yeah kind of audience i've also i have we joked around because having a house team at any theater is kind of like the then you have a name but you are a house team Mm -hmm. so we've thought about calling ourselves the house team Just to be able to be like, wherever we are, we're the house team. That's very fun. Um, But, you know, then never had the balls to do it. Mm.
1: See, we just got to be braver.
0: We all have to be braver. That's the earnest earnest (laughs) advice of the week.
1: Name your improv team whatever ill-advised name you want
0: to. And I assume that everyone listening is in an improv group. Or about to start one. Or about to start a band. Yes. So the famous person who's got the best nicknames of all time, I think is basketball player, Charles Barkley.
1: Okay. Gnarls Barkley.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. They named Charles Barkley after the band Gnarls Barkley.
1: That's crazy. If you think about it, that the band Gnarls Barkley, the band members were like, we need a name. And they're like, what if we kind of did a pun off Charles Barkley? And they were like, good enough. And we all just accepted that as a society. Can you imagine if every single band's nickname or every single band's name was just a pun?
0: (laughs) Maul McCartney. (laughs) So Charles Barkley, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. His nicknames are Chuck. Okay. Makes sense. Sir Charles. Love. Street Beef.
1: Oh, can I dibs a nickname? Because I would (laughs) love for you all to start calling me Paula Street Beef (laughs) Skaggs.
0: And... My favorite one of all time, the round mound of rebound.
1: <laughs> you like the round mound of rebound better than you like street beef?
0: <laughs> I just like how long it is. Like it's not a Nick the whole point of a nickname is that it's shorter. But his name Charles Charles Barkley is three syllables. The round mound of rebound is six syllables long.
1: <laughs> and it feels like it, it it's the full name would be Charles The round mound of rebound Barkley. Barkley. Like it's all together. So let's dial it back. I need you to tell me where you think the nickname street beef came from. It's because it's the best thing I've ever heard.
0: It's probably from fighting, but, 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 but but unless unless it's something else, I would like to think that maybe he went to a, a night market somewhere in, you know, as they're traditionally set up in, in East and South Asia. Yeah. And he just went to town on some of the some of the like beef skewers just there. Look at
1: it, just okay. And then he
0: turned to fellow Phoenix Suns teammate and went, "I need you to call me Street Beef now." And they were like, <laughs> "I'm Charles Street Beef, <laughs> all marketing. right, dude."
1: Okay, how about this? You know that saying where they're like, "It is so hot that you could crack cook an egg on the sidewalk." Uh-huh. What if he did that but with beef?
0: Oh, so he's so hot that you could cook beef on he's him? like
1: he's like, oh it's so hot out here somebody's like it's so hot out here you could cook an egg on the sidewalk and he's like or a burger and they were like okay <laughs> and then he runs inside he gets some burger uh-huh. he puts it on the sidewalk it cooks Yep. and he's like I think I just turned steak into steak and eggs, eggs baby
0: <laughs> give him that steak a shake <laughs> <laughs> which is also his patented move in the low post
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that was a really good joke and it went right over my head did you ever
0: get into abbreviations? Because it feels, it feels relevant here, like nicknames are supposed to be shorter.
1: Oh, yeah, abbreviations are just nicknames for words. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yes, of course I got into really into the abbreves.
0: I got V into abbreves. V
1: into abbreavess. Very v much into, in high school.:
0: Yeah, it was like middle school high school.
1: hmm mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much acronyms, although those were prevalent,-hmm as much as it was shortening words.:
0: Sure. Sure. Are there any ones that you still do? Or that stick out for you?
1: I think I say V instead of very a lot. I do that a lot. Or I will text it.
0: Yeah, V or P instead of pretty. Ugh. Like like P cool. V mm-hmm. cool. Me and my friends did it for a very long time. And by a very long time, it felt like a long time because I was a teenager. Sure. And then we One teenage of... year is
1: a dozen regular yeah, Right,
0: exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm seventy in teenage years. But the one we kept doing it and we would abbreviate lots and lots and lots of stuff and then one time one of us abbreviated the word hungry to be like, to be like I'm hungry to be saying I'm hung and we were like we can't do this
1: <laughs> we you're cannot like, do well this. we've officially just aged out of this yeah right
0: exactly and it's not a lot of moments that you have in life where you're like and now I've learned that lesson and we're gonna box this up and move it into gonna a...
1: keep going yeah. <laughs> keep going I mean I definitely did like adorbs totes adorbs mm-hmm. totes m'goats mm-hmm. goats <laughs>
0: So another place where I think a lot of people have, I don't want to say weird because weird is um, judgmental, mm-hmm. but the most variance in names is grandparent names.
1: Oh yeah. You mean like what you actually call your grandparents? What you
0: call your grandparents. Cause like I would say, I would explain to you that like, this is this set of grandparents and this is this set of grandparents. But it seems like there's a universal rule that you call one set of grandparents a normal like standard thing like grandma and grandpa sure or like pa- pa- papa grandmother
1: uh, grandfather <laughs> yeah right exactly grandmère and grandpa
0: yeah right whatever it is in that way sure um nana papa whatever it is something that like feels pretty normal right mm-hmm. and then there's the other set buckwild whatever you want to do usually made up names like new and Mimi. Oh <laughs> and, like, yeah,
1: just absolutely made up. Stuff. Frickle and Taz. <laughs> Whatever it is, Joey and the Bean. <laughs> <laughs> so you joke? Like, it just sounds like morning show nicknames. So you joke, but I call one set of my grandparents by their names. There's no like modifier on it. You just call them by their first names. I just call them by their first names. Are these your grandparents? Or are they just people you've met? <laughs> these are my grandparents. So one
0: set is Grandma and Grandpa. Sure. And then they wanted us to call them Nana and Papa. Okay. And we never took to it. Yeah. Ever. So they're, they're Pip and Walt. I just call them Pip and Walt.
1: Dude, have they ever been like, please don't do that? No,
0: they've never done that. I just call them by their, well, Pip is a nickname for Carol, but. Sure. And Walt is a nickname for Walter, but like.
1: But they've never been like, please, please, please.
0: No, they always refer to themselves.
1: As Pip and Walt? As Nana and
0: Papa. Oh, okay. And we call them Pip and Walt. You're like,
1: I don't know them. I know Pip and Walt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Pip and Walt are really good names. Sure. So I think that, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. It feels like, uh, you know, everybody kind of goes through that like little bit of a teenage rebellion. We were like, do I call my parents by their first names now? <laughs> and your sure. parents are like, no, you do not. You're not. <laughs> there were always kids in school who called their
0: parents, like one kid would call their parents by their first names. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was like an accepted thing. And I was like, you disrespectful, small child. (laughs) What are you doing? Like, I'm not, I'm definitely not the kind of person who's like, you have to call everyone else. Like everyone, all your friends, parents, like Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. and Ms. whatever. You know what I mean? I might default to that to start and they can be like, please call me Liz. Um, Uh, but it always, to me always feels very scary. Right. But like, I also went to elementary school where we called our teachers by their first names. Okay. And like, my parents are always like, please do not call us Mr. and Mrs. Linden. Like Call us. call
1: us, mom and dad, <laughs> mom and to dad. you. <laughs> You're like I prefer to be formal. Please, <laughs> yeah. please, our son. Yeah. this is very weird to us. No, no, this is a this is a, a professional relationship that we have. <laughs> I'd rather not mix work with leisure. <laughs> I don't shit to- where I eat. <laughs> Good to see you again, Mr. and Mrs. Linden. <laughs> I um I I think I'm I'm opposite. I mean, so I. Called my grandparents, grandma and grandpa, Mm -hmm. uh, in letters would shorten it to G&G.
0: Okay. Because
1: I was a busy (laughs) six-year-old. Sure. (laughs) Lots of shit to do. Mm -hmm. Lots of, you know, rumblings to start. Uh, And then my dad's mom lived with us for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I called her grandma, too, as well. Grandma as well,
0: <laughs> not grandma too. Grandma like too, secondary. Grandma, I, I. Uh,
1: but it feels like I kind of was missing a space for creativity.
0: Yeah, you know. Also, I always worried that they, if we, they had the same name, they'd get confused. They'd be like,
1: <laughs> <"Bleh>, which one? <laughs> like they never interacted. Which grandpa are you talking about? <laughs> um, although this does remind me. So, uh, when I was a kid, my mom had a daycare in our house, mm-hmm. and there was one little girl who was very sweet, but she was uh, obsessed with the Teletubbies. Okay. Uh, so she would like carry around like a Poe doll uh-huh. with her. And when I met her the first time, and she ended up coming to the daycare for years and years and years, like, was very close to the family. Uh, when I met her, she took one look at me and was like, Nunu. And I was like, okay. Uh, and we kind of pieced together. And she continued to call me Nunu. So uh-huh. she'd always be like, or Nanu, 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 Nanu. And then we pieced together that she meant the vacuum cleaner from the Teletubbies. <laughs> So she took one look at me and was like, okay, that's the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Wow. Which I should say, if you haven't seen the Teletubbies, does not have a human face. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let me pull. Josh, I'm going to go ahead and hand you uh, the picture of the vacuum cleaner from the Teletubbies. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) So listeners at home, if you haven't already Googled Nunu... The vacuum cleaner from the Teletubbies. Here's how I would describe the, this vacuum cleaner. It's like if you took um, like uh, an external generator that you'd use if you lost power, mm-hmm. put googly eyes <laughs> and a hat on it, and then stuck a hose on the front.
1: And I'm obsessed with this three-year-old that took one look at me and was like, to me, one in the same. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> to me,
1: she is the vacuum with the... Elephant nose.
0: Yeah, or if she, I mean, maybe she was like, "Oh yes, she comes with this daycare. Clean up my things." <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you, thank God, the help's
1: here. <laughs> um, but Josh, this is kind of like euphemisms.
0: It it, it. I guess yeah. Right. Nicknames.
1: Euphemisms, euphemisms
0: are nicknames for sex <laughs> and pooping. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Well, like when you're like, I gotta go take my morning meeting.
1: Are you telling me that's not a meeting?
0: No, no. The morning meeting that you take
1: is your, your, if you have regular BMs, it's your, you got to take a morning meeting. I'm freaking out about this right now. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's a meeting that you have in the morning. It can be, or
0: it can be a euphemism for taking a no! poop. No. In college, my, uh, I'm not my good like friend Adam and I would t- be like, oh, hold on. I got to go work on my thesis.
1: This is the last episode of Being Earnest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am on a website that is giving us euphemisms. So They're uh, doing the Lord's work. Yeah. So here's a couple here. I'm going to I'm going to name a couple and Paula, I want you to try to tell me what you think it means.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Some of these are pretty common English phrases such as between jobs means
1: not working? Yeah, unemployed. Wait, so euphemism can be anything. Yes, it's, it's a just a to describe that, a delicate situation.
0: It is a phrase, yeah, usually for a delicate situation or something that would be uh, like uncouth to okay. say in polite company. Okay. So it's a nickname this is for such another a foreign phrase. concept.
1: I'd be like, <laughs> he ain't working. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, or for example, like over the hill. Old as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Donning the fedora-
1: uh stylish hat boy
0: no it's stepping out of your fashion comfort zone
1: they have to have a euphemism for that apparently that makes it seems like it's something that people are whispering about in the back room behind like paper fans yeah i heard josh is donning the fedora again oh uh, it sounds or, like a sl- like a slur for like drinking yeah or it sounds like
0: it's like slur, i've now become for- the head of a secret society and be like josh is gonna don the fedora
1: yeah, yeah, like you're the mob boss now. Yeah, 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 or
0: the head of, like, the Elks Club, but, like, a really sad jazz club. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, what do you think cloning the mammoth means?
1: Cloning the mammoth?
0: Cloning the mammoth. Mammoth.
1: I think it's just a beep, 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 bleeping out.
0: <laughs> so a sex thing? Yeah. It's not. It means making futile and risky efforts. What? So like doing something risky and stupid that's not going to work. No. Sharing a blintz.
1: Oh, that's when you uh smoke weed with a friend.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I do like the idea of weed being calling them blintzes. Yeah. That's very fun to me. Uh no, it means sharing a mutually meaningful and enjoyable activity.
1: <laughs> so why do we need a euphemism for that? I don't because we
0: strongly need Eastern European Jewish foods to <laughs> express sure, love.
1: And uh, all right, I'm gonna give you one, and then I'm just gonna make up a phrase, and you tell me what it's a euphemism for. <laughs>
0: but I, okay, sure. I have a one in a billion chance of getting this right.
1: Okay. Uh. Well, I don't have a. I don't have a
0: definition. I'm just making up words. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: Uh. He's uh. Uh. Snacking on the snack pack.
0: Oh, he's like taking more than he should have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's that yeah. guy in the office who's like. Always like pull yeah, exactly. Like too much of too much of a share of what's communal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like a, like um if somebody like brings in like candy from like an like a vacation, he's grabbing a fistful of it.
0: Or like you're having a um a potluck dinner mm-hmm. and like everyone wants the roasted potatoes. Yeah, because you know, it's the best thing. Everyone everyone pretends like they want everything else, but really what they want is like Jim's like Jeremy's potatoes. That's because it. Because Jeremy makes amazing potatoes.
1: Yeah, they're snacking on the snack pack. And he just Took too many. Took too many. Too, too large of a share. All right, I'm making another for you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, got a little puppet going on. Got a little puppet going on? Yeah.
0: Can I say it's that you're aroused? <laughs> Is
1: that a thing? I mean, it works. It works, right? It works. And it's so vulgar now. <laughs> I was just looking around the room and I have, a, I have a little puppet on the table.
0: Well, you don't need to share that with the folks at home. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. that's going to do it for us. (laughs) Thank you, as always, for listening for another week. Before we go, we are going to do our signature segment. Signature. Earnest moment of
1: the week.
0: We've got an earnest moment of the week here from friend of the pod, Megan. Hi. Megan says, a two-year-old told my co-teacher unprompted, quote, when I sit down in the shower, it rains on me.
1: Oh, And that is also true. It is and true. And also a two-year-old taking a shower? <laughs> right. That's an advanced two-year-old. Right? Wow. I was
0: I was a bad sh- boy until t- like at least six. They're
1: showering at a ninth grade level. Yeah.
0: They showers, puts on their suit,
1: gets their coffee in the morning. And truly a boss baby. Yeah. A middle manager baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mother, you're late. I'm going to be late to my preschool. (laughs)
1: Let me take my morning meeting.
0: (laughs) Mother, I've taken my morning meeting in my diaper. (laughs) I'm going to need you to clean it. I
1: hate this. is so upsetting. (laughs) Our friend Kristen sent us one. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. We love you. Um, she says, at dinner with a friend, the waitress brought us back our cards to sign, and she thought it was extremely cute that our names were Christian and Kristen. It's just slightly similar sounding name, but she really liked it. Aww. That's very
0: cute. That's very cute.
1: As always, a big thank you to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can find her on Instagram at, at rbcruiser. And our good friend Dylan Dutch, who designed our fantastic Theme song, and he's at Twitter at, at Dylan Dutch.
0: If you want to get in touch with us, give us a earnest moment of the week, give us a topic, um, you can do that at beingearnestpod at gmail.com or go to social media. We're on pretty much everywhere at being earnest pod. And um, I know it's maybe been a minute since we've asked for this, but it really, 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 really helps if you tell a friend or if you... Yes. Um, Write us a review on iTunes. That's how their search engine works, is writing reviews. And so if you write us a review, we will personally compliment you. Send us a screenshot. We will send you a compliment. Um, and
1: legally marry
0: you. And legally marry you. The offer always stands. offer
1: always stands. Um, Come whisk us
0: off our feet, honey. But if you are liking the podcast and you think it's, you know, hopefully brightening your day and you think someone else might like it too, it would mean a whole ton to us if you told them and let them know. And as always, until next week, we've been Josh and Paula, street beef. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Linden
0: and (laughs) Skaggs.
1: Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Bye.